Here's the thing about Germany, why I made a curator's pick of the Hollywood French What's going on, people? Welcome to another great episode of Hashtag TFR Podcast Live OB. That's TFR Podcast Live presents Observations by Crazy D with my special host, guest host, my sister Tanya M. Congress. How you doing today? Let's check the sound. Let's see what's on and popping. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Thumbs up. Thumbs up on that. Go ahead. Right. How's your morning going so far? My morning is going pretty good. Uh, it's a dreary day here in Cleveland, Ohio, and uh, it's um, looks like it's going to rain. It was a partly cloudy yesterday as well. Um, but I started out the morning good. I, you know, took it slow and uh, got up a little bit later. Stayed in the bed till about ten. Got up, did my usual face routine, and uh, you know, my uh, I didn't eat breakfast today. But I had my mind on coming on the show because I was thoroughly entertained last night, and so I'm sure we're gonna get into it. Uh, <laughs> but how are you doing this morning, brother of mine? I'm doing pretty good. Las Vegas, 77 degrees today in Las Vegas. Sun is shining. COVID still in the air, but people are still making their way and doing their thing. 213-943-3358. We are opening up. The phone lines are open every, every day that we come on, Monday through Friday, 9.30 a.m. Pacific, 12.30 p.m. Eastern, Every day, Monday through Friday, we come on the phone lines are open, but we are taking your phone calls today to talk about what we saw on the television, the television last evening. 213-943-3358. We want to say, what's up? We want to drop out. We want to say, what's up to the people who are watching us on Periscope? on Vimeo, on FB, and on the Film Review Life channel. The Film Review Life channel on YouTube. Make sure you go there, you smash the subscribe button, smash the like button, like this video because we are bringing some more information and entertainment to you today, right? So what's the topic for the day? What's the topic? Been seen that, do something else. Been seen that, do something else. 213-943-3358. The hotline is open. The chat is open at the Film Review Live channel. Also, the chat is open at the FB. So make sure that you go there and do all necessary. Smash and like all platforms that we are we are simulcasting on right now as we go, right? So, been seen that, do something else. The fear 
from the written word and people's recorded comments lets us know people haven't been listening to black voices for the decades before. From the decades before. And really want to ignore still and go back to being comfortable under their favorite quote-unquote liberal Caucasian once the presidency of Trump is over. Biden, still a segregationist, brought up Proud Boys and Trump, true to fashion, did not disavow them unlike Biden disavowed his connection to the anarchists Antifa. It goes to show, two old white men still have the American black and black diaspora have them connected by the kahunas to react and panic because of lack of knowledge. 213-943-3358. So, without further ado, let's just get right into this because we got plenty of definitions to look at and plenty of things to talk about, right? Good morning to everyone. Tracy Latrice, good morning to you. So let's let's go with the uh, first meme that I thought was pretty interesting, right? Of course, I changed the number on it because we're now down to only 36 days. But 36 days until my president, not my president, second season starts. I love that show. <laughs> 36 days until not my president, season two begins. I love that show. Let's keep going here. You know, right. If you haven't seen Django, you should definitely watch it again. There's some hidden gems of information. Now, before the debate started uh, last evening, evening for us, night for other places, but evening for Las Vegas, right? This meme came out and it was debate drinking game, right? Must take a drink or shot when either says the following, Biden, listen, Obama, look, fundamental, by the way, Come on, man. Should have put man in there because, you know, that's when he's trying to put his black on. It should have had here's the deal in there, too. All right, all right. And then when Trump says China, lowest record, uh, tougher, police, military. When he says that, you take a you take a drink, right? So I thought that was a pretty, a pretty interesting meme. To start with, 213-943-3358. Of course, you know how we warm up before we get to the main event. Now, here's another meme. All these are memes about the debate that happened last evening. Watching this debate is like watching two bitter divorcees fight for custody of the country. Watching this debate is like watching two bitter divorcees fight for custody of the country. The, the, the debate was not as interesting. It was like it, it was like it has to be a trilogy 
It's kind of like a good fight. Who knows who won that one? That could have been a draw. But then there was some tactics and strategy being used that both I and my sister believe were was successful, right? And we're going to talk about that. Here's another. Here's another. Biden, Biden created crime bill, but no law and order. Oxymoron. Like you're sitting up there. You, you couldn't say that you were down with law and order, but you created the crime bill that put people away for life until Donald Trump came in and recovered. 213-943-3358 and reversed a lot of that. So let's continue on here. This one comes from the infamous DJ Remix, I'll give him a shout out on this, right? This represents where I believe the mind state of, or I say the mindset of American blacks are right now. This snit is horrible. Can't I vote now just to shut him up? Now, who is the he that I am supposing they're talking about when they say, uh, can I vote just to shut him up? This is the mindset that I believe most African-Americans are on. What do you think? I think they're referring to Trump and um, simply because they're following behind their candidate who told Trump to shut up last night. Uh, man, can you just shut up? <laughs> uh, but I believe that they're referring to Trump saying that they want to go ahead on and cast their vote for their person so that they can shut him up. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I believe that is so. Now, this meme, various different <laughs> examples of this meme went around the internet last evening. Black Twitter, Black Facebook, Black Instagram, it was on and going with this meme right here. And the meme says, the next presidential debate moderator should be Samuel L. Jackson. I said two minutes, mother, right? And I think that a lot of times people take movies for real, like that's an acting part. I don't uh, know how effective the person would actually be in doing that. Okay, next, next meme. Do y'all, do y'all like your presidents not being able to communicate and cutting people off when they talk? Do y'all like your presidents not being able to communicate and cutting people off when they talk. Now on this aspect, I'm thinking that they're speaking of both candidates because each one was cutting each other. And we found out something about Biden uh, last night. That Scranton upbringing shows me that he's, he's, a little, he's a little ignorant something. He's got a little ignorant streak in him kind of like uh, just a little more maybe than Trump has. What do you think? Yeah, and it showed 
it showed in his lack of decorum. Uh, I have never seen in my life a presidential debate. You know, of course, they're on different sides of the coin. That's why they're debating and highlighting their concerns and their issues and what they're going to do to address problems. But when the insults started flying, you know, when you call in a person, uh, Trump did say some things about Joe Biden, but he never addressed him uh, as less than who he was. Like he, you know, he, Biden called the president a clown. Uh, He called him, you know, this guy, like he's nothing. And the honor of the office should have still been adhered to. Um, Most presidents are addressed as Mr. President. He's still Mr. President, whether you like him or not, whether you like the way he talks or not, he's still Mr. President. And you as a presidential candidate are standing there referring to this man as a clown who's run this country for four years. That was a lack of decorum and it was very ignorant. It was very non-classy, but he thought it would be okay because he thinks that the general consensus feels the same way. So he felt that he could take that liberty and address him like that, but I didn't like it. I didn't like it at all. You have to have respect for the office of the presidency. So I thought that that was very ignorant and very disrespectful, like he didn't actually know. So I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt that it was ignorance and he didn't realize that he should have had respect for the presidency still, no matter who sits in the seat, right? No matter who sits in the seat, but he didn't. And I don't want to say that he's stupid because he has been there 47 years. 213-943-3358. This next man. This right here lets me know that somehow the memo has not been passed down about Kumala. Some people call her Kamala. Kamala. We call her Kumala because she is not American black. Pence better enter with caution. Caution sign next week. Melanated queens come with natural debate in our DNA. Oh man, uh, Kamala is one of us. Woo, better, oh yeah, better watch out. Better watch out, Pence, next week because the sister is coming. What do you think? Well, now we're into this uh, in this newfangled terminologies that we're using today. A couple of terms like, you know, your truth um, and things like that. Melanated, melanated is another terminology that's being used today to uh, offer a generalization and to be inclusive of multiple people of color, so to speak. So melanated. So melanated queens come with natural debate in our DNA. That may be so, but what I expect her to do is to come in and do what exactly what Donald Trump did last night. She's going to come in. She's going to try to cut him off on points. And with Pence, I think he's a little wiser than that because, you know, he's kind of stoic. You know, he has been studying. He's the type that is going to study his opponent 
So he knows how she debates. He knows how she's taught, how she talks. And I think he's going to be ready for that tactic of over talking and out talking. I think he's going to be ready for that. And he's going to be ready for, she has another thing that she does where she sidesteps. Uh, if you ask her a question, she's going to answer it with something else answer with another comment but she won't directly answer the question so if he pays attention to those he'll fare pretty good in the debate plus you know he comes from indiana who else comes from indiana like like think of someone else who comes from indiana <laughs> besides the clan <laughs> yeah besides um... the clan besides the clan uh, didn't Kyle come from Indiana? <laughs> oh, that was Illinois. It's real, real close. But I'm talking Illinois. about Gary. I'm talking about Gary, Indiana. Um, I know, but I can't think of it right now. I know, I mean, though. It's the Jacksons. It's the Jacksons. You know, Gary, Indiana. Right, right. right. So, you know, different people who come from Gary, Indiana, but of course it is the stronghold of the Grand Dragon of the Ku Klux. It's not Ku Klux. It's Ku Klux Klan, right? Ku Klux Klan, right? KKK, right? It's the Grand... So, as this meme went up, I'm thinking, hey, Pence is like a... used to... is used to being a Negro Whisperer. Because he was governor, and he's used to being a Negro whisperer. So you're gonna have the person that's from the home of the Ku Klux Klan and the home of the Jacksons having this debate with Kumala. All right, so that's gonna even it out just a little. Okay, here we go, people. The whole world watched this debate embarrassed for our country. That's what the person said on the meme. Now, what people don't seem to realize is you should go back and read some of the transcripts, some of the written record documents of how debates took place. People called, every, called people everything except for the kitchen sink. They called them monkeys, chimpanzees. Uh, they called them all. They called them out their name. So this whole thing about America and this so-called decorum, the gloves were off last night, and it should have tapered down after they took their barbs at each other in the beginning because it went kind of long in the tooth with it. But people often insulted each other and the other countries that you talk about saying have you ever seen the Korean government in their parliament when they're getting ready to get down they look like they look like extras they look like extras from a Run Run Shaw Golden Harvest Bruce Lee Jackie Chan Bruce Lai movie you know, the ones that really don't know Kung Fu, but they're the acrobats and they, that's how they look when they're trying to swing at each other. It's not like how, <clears throat> how we give it to them. They'd be like, uh, uh, and uh, have you ever seen it? Have you ever seen it get loose fist the cuffs? 
in these other countries. So don't worry about the other countries unless you research the other countries. Research what's happening in their parliament and in their Congress. And you will see that nothing is new under the sun and no one is better than anyone else. Everyone argues, squabbles, fights, calls themselves out of, calls each other out of their name. That's just human nature. Okay, here we go. Here's another. Sticking, ah, we're getting ready to get close to the rubber hitting the road. Sticking point for me was the failure to condemn white supremacists, plus saying, stand back and stand by. Wow, shaking my, my D head. Shaking my, you just fill in the blank there, right? Like shaking my head. So, so what you got to say to that? Well, I can give credit there because uh, that was a sticking point for me too. Because he stood for what he stood for, which is more than I could say for Biden, who wouldn't own up to Antifa, and Trump kept saying that's a leftist thing. This is not on the right. It's a leftist thing. And he still would not address it. He refused to address it. He refused to refute it. He refused to uh, um, come in agreement with it. He just stood neutral. And to me, that is as jelly back as it comes. I can give credit to the person who at least uh, we understand that both presidents are racist in their own way, right? So in racism, go look up the definition of racism because that's another thing as well. So he has a preference uh, for his race or he's about his race, right? But the white supremacists, uh, white supremacy is another thing as well. All white supremacist groups, now y'all getting ready to lynch, wanna lynch me for this. All white supremacist groups are not on, um, they may be on hate speech, but they're not all on hate actions, like some of the um, the uh, activities of the Klan over the years. So all of them are not. White supremacy just means that they consider themselves supreme or superior. Well, I mean, basically so should we. Actually, we built the country, so we should feel that way too. So I don't have a problem, at least you know where people stand at. And because he said, stand back and stand by, guess what? They're going to be more inclined to do that because he did not uh, condemn them. He did not condemn them. He, he gave them a directive though. And guess what? They're going to follow it. They're going to follow the directive. But, uh, oh, Joe boy, he couldn't even, uh, he couldn't even identify one way or the other. And so that's an issue. So what is he going to do in office? He's going to take the middle road on everything that's presented to him. Okay, so how you must be a psychic because this came out late in the morning or late at night early in the morning and the person says lord and another person says words mean things the hank bird said but the person who posted the meme reposted his meme said Lord, oh boy, can't you hear the fear in that? Can't you hear the fear in that? And the article says from NBCNews.com, 
Proud Boys say they are standing down and standing by after Trump's debate call out. Now, Proud Boys say they are standing down and standing by after Trump's call out. Now, for one thing, people, you have to let me let me bring this down before I bring up the next piece, right? You have to understand how racist works. Racism and a racist will work, right? Let me bring this down real quick. Bring myself up, bring my sister back up. Look. Just because Joe Biden is the one who said proud boys to him. And I'm going to tell you this and you're not going to believe me, but we're going to break down definitions tonight and we're going to show you something today, this morning, I'm saying night. Boy, the days blur as they go. But look, yeah, you may not believe this, what I'm going to tell you, but being a racist is like being a Christian. Uh-oh, wait, what did you say? Oh, you say? oh, oh wait, 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 hold it. Ah, you whoa, are going whoa, straight whoa, to hell. Whoa, whoa, You're going whoa, straight whoa, to hell. Whoa, Don't whoa, pass, go. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> what did you say? What did you say? What did you say? What happened? You are going straight to hell. Do not pass, go. Do not collect $200. Do not. <laughs> You're going straight. You just, oh boy, they're condemning you already. <laughs> okay, 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 wait, 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 wait. So, so listen, listen now. Being, being a racist, I mean, smash the share button because we're getting ready to drop some information on you that you need to know. Okay? That you need to know. Let me fix my headsets. That you need to know. Okay information that you can use smash the share button smash the like button because we're getting ready to bring some information that you will have that you will be able to use it will possibly save your life okay so i've already said that being like uh, being a racist is like being a i already said that being a racist is like being a Muslim. What did he say? Whoa, wait a minute. Hold it, hold it, hold up. Wait, 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 wait. And what do I mean by that? What do I mean by that? What do I mean by that? You can now pin a message. Okay, got it. Um, what do I mean by that? I mean racists have various organizations i don't like what you're doing with this i'm gonna start my branch over here it's like different with like christians and like muslims starting different churches different synagogues different or like jewish people starting different synagogues there's there's uh orthodox and unorthodox etc etc Zionists, etc., etc., all that. Then you got the Muslims, you got you got the Orthodox and Orthodox Muslims, right? Sunnis, you got the Nation of Islam, you got etc., etc. 
They have their different divisions. 213-943-3358. So when a person like Biden, who we're going to show you what type of racist he is, smash the share button. 213-943-3358. I need to have some operatives call up. The phone lines are open. This is discussion day on this, right? We're going to show you what type. When a race, Biden rose the Proud Boys, he could have said the Boogaloo Boys. He could have said the KKK. He could have said anything, but he threw it out there and Trump did not disavow them like Biden is disavowing the racists on the anarchist Antifa side. That's right, I am stating this. The racists, the Marxists on the anarchist Antifa side. Because when you're in competition to keep your Negroes in check, you may sound like you're for your Negroes. And the only reason why Biden sounds like he's for you is because you do not know the information. Smash the share button. We're going to drop some information for you today. Now, let's go to the article, right? Let's go, let's go a little bit into the article. Okay. What are the Proud Boys, right? They give you what it is. The Proud Boys, a far-right extremist group, pledged allegiance to President Donald Trump on Tuesday night after he told the group to stand back and stand down during the first presidential debate. Many people on social media who identify with the group echoed the language saying, they were standing down and standing by. One known social media account for the group made Stand Back, Stand By part of its new logo, right? So this, this has scared you, hasn't it? Smash the share button. This has scared you. We know, we know because you have not been doing the research on this. So we're gonna show, we're gonna scare you a little bit more this morning of what you don't know. Okay, let's 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 go to the next paragraph in this. Let's see if I can read. Let me bring it down some over over some so people can see it and I can see it. Okay. Trump was asked, alright, let me bring it up that way. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Slow on uptake there. There we go. Trump was asked by debate moderator Chris Wallace to dis di di disavow white supremacy during a part of the debate focused on race. Wallace asked whether Trump would urge white supremacist groups like inflamed uh, violent, uh, uh, that inflamed violence at nationwide protests to stand down. Now, who brought the name of, of the Proud Boys. Okay. Trump said to give me a name when asked to denounce a specific group and former Vice President 
Joe Biden called out the Proud Boys. And did you see the look on Biden's face? Did you see the, what I call that old smug, that old conniving, old fake look on his face? He had that, he had that. The Proud Boys. He sounded like he was up down south right then. The Proud Boys. And he had that little smirk with, the, with them teeth showing a little bit. Go back and watch it. Right? And then, but Trump did not denounce any far right or white supremacist groups. And then he pivoted to talk about Antifa. Now, we've been telling you about Antifa and we've been telling you about the anarchists. We've been telling you about the accelerationists. You need to go back to those episodes because we tell you in those that we break down everything but seeing the reaction on people's profiles smash the share button smash the share button we're getting ready to drop some information on you seeing the response to this and everybody is up in arms oh my god oh my god let me tell you something like I said on my FB last evening Unfortunately, the civil war has begun, right? The vote is the accelerant, and it didn't take much. And remember, we talked about, we had to watch the show yesterday where we talk about the triangle and who's in the middle of the triangle. We don't go backwards, we go forward, okay? So to watch that, you have to watch episode 25, 24, 23, 22, 21, all the way back to one to get the context of what's happening because we've been doing building blocks, foundation, and building this structure, right? Now, let's go through some definitions because I think that people are afraid and they may be even in more fear after this is over, but you should know what's happening. And I can always tell people who are popping fresh, who are popping fresh, and they just got to, they thought everything was fine. They had their white buddy, they had their white friends, and they were kicking into the club, and they didn't know that when the people get jealous and certain things happen, that that is racism, but you didn't know it. And so we're gonna break it down. 213-943-3358. I was getting ready to come to you. What you gonna say? Just real quick before I forget, now, that was a clever spin on that when he brought up the Proud Boys to President Trump and he, he pivoted because what he said without saying it is that these people are in place to deal with Antifa and the left, the left wing. That's what he said without saying it. He said somebody has got to do something about Antifa. He didn't say he approved of it. He didn't say he he was able to cleverly spin his words to not put himself in a uh, a liable position <laughs> by saying that he was all right with it. He told him to stand down and stand back, and and they then decided to do it. I knew they were. As soon as he said that, I knew they were, and he's not over them, but. Their purpose is different than the purpose of the left wing, even though they're both sides are racist. Both sides are racist, but the purposes are different. 
That's right. And so we're going to get to this. So, you know, I, I got a message because I wrote what I wrote. And then a guy named his last name Evans, not a black guy, a white guy. Or he maybe he was a Hapa or maybe he was Hispanic, but he had Evans. So I'm thinking that he's a Caucasian, right? Because he looked Caucasian. And he said that the only people, I don't know who Antiqua is. I don't know if he, if that was a, a racist slur or something. Antiqua and BLM are the only ones that are rooting, uh, uh, rioting, looting, and all that. And I said to him, I said, well, okay, so what? B, BLM is doing that, but BLM isn't a black organization. When I look at BLM, I see nothing but white folks out there. They're the ones doing it. And I told him, I said, it's it going on out there and it's a civil war and going on out there and kill each other up. And the American blacks will wait on the sidelines and wait for the carnage to be over. It's the funniest thing to see white on white crime but this is a civil war and you throw in the third part of the triangle which is the force of the state the police and all of them are getting in there because two of them want to well watch episode 25 because we're not going backwards we're going forwards all right so first definition tonight we we, we need to know some definitions and we need to know what type of racist we are looking at, right? So let's let's look at these definitions real quick and uh, let's get some clarity on some things. Racism, it's prejudice, discrimination, or antagonism directed against a person or people on the basis of their membership of a political racial or ethnic group typically one that is a minority or one that is marginalized. The belief that different races possess distinct characteristics, abilities, or qualities, especially so as to distinguish them as inferior or superior to one another. That is what racism is, right? Right. Now, as we keep moving forward. Now, they said prejudice. What is prejudice? I had a buddy that thought that prejudice was the same thing as racist. And I, and I told him, remember, I have been studying this since high school, graduating from a predominantly Polish, Polish Catholic school. And I had been studying this for years and I said, racism and prejudice is not the same thing. Though one comes into the other, but it's not the same thing. Back when I learned it in the dictionary definition was a preconceived notion against a person. But now it has, the definition has advanced even further. Prejudice, preconceived opinion that is not based on reason or actual experience. See, it has been going on so long now and that the definition has now advanced from a preconceived notion about a person 
Two, prejudice. Preconceived opinion that is not based on reason or actual experience. Secondary in law. Now this is the noun and secondary in law. Harm or injury that results or may result from some action or judgment, right? Now, verb, prejudice. Give rise to prejudice in someone, make bias. Your prejudice, all right? Now, uh, in the law, cause harm uh, to a state of affairs, right? So that is what prejudice is. We have to give these definitions so that you can know what you're saying and what you're doing. Now, some people think that racism, prejudice, and bigotry is the same thing, but they are not. They are not the same thing. They are they could be considered byproducts of each other or uh, symptoms that lead to the other, but they are not the same. Bigotry, intolerance towards those who hold different opinions from yourself. If you watched Archie Bunker, right, All in the Family, Archie Bunker was considered a bigot, right? He practiced bigotry because he had an intolerance to towards those who hold different opinions from his, from what his opinion was, right? Uh, obstinate or intolerant devotion to one's own opinions and prejudice. This is the secondary definition. The state of mind of a bigot overcoming his own bigotry. Third, acts or believes characteristics of a bigot, right? Now, the original, the original name, uh, the original, it comes from old French language. Insulting term for a Norman. It is not clear, however, this word bigot, uh, excessively religious person, right? So the Normans in France, by this definition, were extreme, excessively religious and the French who believed in free love and opening and mm, 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 I feel the desire, Pepe Le Pew type stuff, right? For those who remember uh, Looney Tunes, right? Excessively religious person is in fact the direct a uh, descendant of the old French slur that was applied to the Normans, right? So that's where the term bigotry and bigot comes from, right? So we're dropping definitions on you and I'm gonna have my sister come in and uh, give you a perspective on it so far. Yeah, see now, um, prejudice, racism, and bigotry. Hopefully, you um, looked at those definitions and paid close attention. Now, with some people and some groups, uh, one or more of those overlap. Like there, uh, we already seen pre the word prejudice come up in the 
a definition of bigotry. So it's holding, it's having an obstinate hold on, holding on to something very sternly, uh, holding on to a prejudice to a point that you can't accept anybody else's point of view concerning that thing. This is this is how Archie Bunker, how he was depicted. And so that doesn't necessarily mean like we never saw Archie Bunker going out and doing anything violent to the people that he had prejudices against. Now, next door to him lived George Jefferson. That's where the, the show The Jeffersons was a spinoff from. And George Jefferson was a, he owned a cleaners. He was a businessman and was doing well in life. Yet, because Archie had these prejudices, when, um, when George Jefferson's son, who was friends with his daughter's husband, you know, that was always getting some kind of snide comment from Archie. And Lionel would come over and Archie would make some kind of snide comment based on his prejudice, which the prejudices were derived from ignorance. Most prejudices are. It's, uh, the de remember the definition of prejudice. Prejudice is without reason. Uh, you have this slant or this, this opinion towards a particular group of people and you don't have reason or experience to substantiate why you feel that way. So Archie Bunker, uh, because of his prejudice or his predisposition towards uh, how he looked at certain people, how he looked at black people, uh, he didn't understand why Michael, his, his, his son-in-law, was friends with Lionel. He didn't understand uh, Lionel's look on things. And how did Lionel deal with Archie Bunker? Lionel just kind of laughed at him. Lionel was, you know, his father, they were pretty much... Uh, affluent because his father was a business owner, right? So Michael just, I mean, uh, yeah, Michael just kind of, Lionel just kind of laughed at Archie. It was like, and then he looking, he would look at Michael and be like, yeah, he tripping. You know, he was giving him that, yeah, that tripping look. So understand when you understand these terminologies and these definitions, you understand that every group is not uh, predisposed to violence towards another group. They just don't want to be around them. Okay, so what ultimately happens to Michael, right, or, or those what we will call the hippie movement? We talked to the hippie movement, and what happened to George Jefferson's son Lionel? Well, because George Jefferson had the cleaners, possibly he moved on up and branched out and did his own thing and was successful as well, right? But we're doing parallel, right? And we're looking at what happened in the 60s. Most of the uh, flower children went on to live in what you would call middle class or upper middle class neighborhoods that were all Caucasians. They sooner or later turn around and become that which they thought they would never be. But they come around to it and that's what we see. And we're gonna leave that right there. That's for another show. But you just have to look at it. So when you're out there, well, watch the previous shows because we laid that out in nauseam. Okay, here we go. Let's break down what's very important to still descendants of slavery. Let's break down what slavery or enslavement is, right? Slavery or enslavement are the is the state 
and condition of being a slave who is someone forbidden to quit their service to another person and is treated like property. In chattel slavery, the enslaved person is legally rendered the personal property, quote unquote, chattel of the slave owner. Now, you say, what is chattel? What is chattel? Now, when we were coming through the def the definition in the book, but you know, definitions uh, develop over time. Chattel meant human cattle. That was the terminology, but as English language progresses, new definitions come about as times move and times change. So this is the new official, new to us, but probably regular to you, if or new to you because you've never even looked it up. So chattel, chattel is the movable personal property that can be either animated or inanimate property, such as hogs, furniture, and automobiles, right? This is for tax purposes, right? All right, so now, here's the million dollar question, right? Is slavery still happening? Is slavery still happening? And this is why we tell you all the time, let me bring this down before I bring Tanya in. We, add, we, we say this because we constantly say that you have to be aware of what's happening around the world because if the setup is to bring, I have to repeat this, if the setup is to bring immigrants in to replace you and make you below second class citizenship or citizens, what will you as a people have to do if you choose not to go the quote unquote revolutionary route? You may be subject to what is happening around the globe. So, time. We know that in Africa, prostitution is going crazy. We know that. Because the European... But watch episode 25. We lay that out, right? Is slavery still happening around the world? And is it as insidious and pervasive as it was in the Americas? Um... You gave the definition of chattel slavery in in reference to that. Uh, no, unless you want to use it in a figurative sense. In a figurative sense, the people are enslaved. They're shackled. Their minds are shackled, which is uh, the prime reason why they make the decisions they make. It's the prime reason why they do the things they do. All over the world, like we, we were talking about parts of Africa, go back to those other episodes, but uh, anybody that feels like they need to go into an industry 
in order to uh, make money, in order to sustain their lives, that are that is a debasing industry. That's an industry that um, takes away your self worth um, and things like that. That is a type of slavery. Here in the Americas, the slavery will be the prison system. Uh, what do we do? The handcuffs has has a chain. That's a shackle. The stocks, when they have the men um, together on the buses and they're carting them off to the prisons, they're in stocks and chains a lot of times um, to get there so that they don't try to get away. Uh, so they're in that day. And so they're going into the prison system in chains and in stocks to be. And now they are property of the state. They're property of the state that they're serving in and they go in in shackles. So it is happening that way. This is what I was getting at yesterday when I said that the key here is to get you so riled up and to get you so angered. It doesn't matter uh, what your pedigree is at this time. It doesn't matter if you you fared well in life or if you're you're uh, impoverished at this time. As long as that anger, that commonality of anger is the goal that they're striving for so they can get you into the prison system, bring in the immigrants, replace you with the immigrants. The immigrants will be ingratiated and um, grateful to them for bringing them here and giving them all these freebies uh, to get started over in the land of the free and the home of the, the land of the free and the home of the, brave well okay so um so they're gonna move you out the way and they're gonna put you into they want to get as many of us in the prison system male and female as they possibly can um so that we can get you out the way while you're in there you can't vote while you're in there you can't vote so now they bring the immigrants in, they get to vote and they're going to automatically have their vote because they brought them in and you owe us and what, uh, and what honor it is that we brought you in. So we have your vote for the duration. So all of your generations after you to come in, they're going to vote this way out of it being indebted to us for giving you this wonderful opportunity, right? And so there is a slave. And now the only way we fall for that is if we uh, we get an agreement when we don't stand up, we get an agreement by continuing to do things the same way and expecting change. See, ain't y'all proud of me? I haven't started yelling yet. I wanted to start screaming. I haven't started screaming yet. Y'all should be happy with me right now. So so that's the whole thing is to get you off track. And if they can get you off track. Now, those of you who are not a threat, those of you who are not a threat are the ones that's going to vote. You're going to go vote. Not a threat at all. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for keeping your wits about you. Thank you for voting. Thank you for keeping your wits about you. And we're not going to give you jack bone. We ain't giving you nothing. But thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You was a good nigga. Thank you. Okay, all right. So remember, the premise right now within this, been seeing that, do something else. 
The premise within that, the subtopic within that is, does slavery still exist around the world? Now this may be shocking, but you have to know what's happening around the world so you can prevent it from coming to the first world. That means you have to fight tooth and nail, have your children educated so they can go in there and fight tooth and nail to make sure that American blacks are not put into a situation like this. Unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, slavery is alive and well around the world, which makes your leaders that you're voting for extremely racist because they know it but they're not gonna do anything about it because it's not their country and it's not an outcry. And it's not our problem because we're trying to make sure that we don't fall for the same thing. So let's look at this, let's look at this. What countries still have slavery? As of 2018, the countries with the most slaves were, number one, India. Have we been talking about India who is coming across and coming into the country to take these jobs? Who is coming in? Who might have been freed? Eight million, eight million Indian slaves in India. China, 3.86 million slaves in China. Pakistan, 3.19 million in Pakistan. North Korea, 2.64 million. Nigeria, very interesting. I wonder if the eat bowls are still up to their up to their old tricks. Eat bowls in Nigeria, 1.39 million. Iran, 1.29 million. In uh, uh, Indonesia, 1.22 million. Here we go. Democratic Democratic Republic of Congo, 1 million. Russia, 794,000. And the Philippines, 784,000 people in slavery. These are the top countries by 2018. And we we are letting in immigrants. Where are they coming from? What type of experiences did they have? Is it anything goes because they come from that class? What are we doing? What are we setting our families up for by not knowing who's coming in to the country. So yes, that is a shocker. That is a shocker, people. I, I was shocked. I was shocked. You think that slavery is over and that we talked about it, but that's their slavery in the country. And that's for them to get their reparations in the country once they are able to abolish slavery. That doesn't mean they come in on us when we're still trying to get ours for the slavery. Well, I feel bad for them. I feel bad for them. But 
who's gonna feel bad for us if everybody's coming in and taking everything that's supposed to be ours yes there's still slavery yes oh my it's probably just just as disastrous and evil as it was here nothing could be as nasty and evil as it was here but slavery exists around the world and and bleeding heart form but fix your problem over nigeria nigeria still has slavery nigeria the democratic republic of the congo still has slavery and 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 on the other side they being colonized by the china go listen to episode 25 is that not just the most shocking is revelation and that means that your leaders who say nothing about it who travel country to country they know what's going on and they say nothing about it but this is what's happening some of them are probably benefiting from it that's why they're not saying anything um for another show at another time I'm wondering how much of those numbers that was 2018 I wonder how much of those numbers included children uh, we we uh, were privy to a video uh, that I sent you and we we watched we touched on it um, and I'm not going to get into it right now but I wonder how many of those in that number count at that time were children uh, so that should have decreased by now uh, given the situation, um, you know, given what was happening and what took place, it should be decreased if that number included children. But you still have slavery in these places. And what happens is you have corruption in all governmental leadership. Governmental leadership or governments. I've always said, you hear me say this a lot, and I posted it a lot, got me in trouble with Facebook a, a lot of times, fine, don't care, that the harlot of this world's religions is perpetually hard riding the beast of this world's governments. And what that means is there is no separation between the two, the religions and the governments. They are bedfellows. Uh, and, and they deny that their relationship when it's convenient. They deny their relationship. However, because they are bedfellows, they, when they are aligned together, they use the religious part as a justification for their deeds and why these things are okay. But then when the microscope is on them, they begin to denounce one another as being in a relationship with each other, right? sounds like a uh it sounds like an affair to me you know how you have the other woman and then you deny her right it sounds like an affair but they are bedfellows so when you see this corruption when you see that slavery is still um in effect and we know along with slavery comes inhumane uh type treatment of the slaves now, I would like to, I would probably go and research uh, the treatment and how they're being treated in these different countries under slavery because some people may be being treated as indentured servants um, and not, you know, being beaten, beaten and stuff like that. But nevertheless, everybody has a right to freedom. You're not born on this earth to uh, 
just be a slave to other people and make them money. See, that's the whole thing about slavery. You are free labor to encourage or to um, make it possible for the people who own you to make more money, but they don't have to pay you. And that's not that's not fair in any part of the world. It's not fair, yet it still happens. And it's the leaders that when they get ready, they may have prejudices, they may have uh, uh, racist attitudes, but when they get ready, they're holding hands in agreement with that particular action that's taking place in those countries because there's a mutual benefit between all of them to keep that in place. To keep it in place. Okay, look, people. The name of this episode is Seen That, right? The name of the episode is Been Seen That, Do Something Else, you know. So we've talked about the slavery around the world and we've talked about the prostitution in a certain continent. You can go back to episode 25. So there's certain things that happen like this debate and Trump saying uh, stand back, stand down has gotten people up in arms. So then all of a sudden they become popping fresh. Oh, I'm pro-black. I'm wearing my black beret, red, black, and green. Seen the let's get ready for the revolution crowd. Robin Banks. We've talked about that in previous episodes. Seen that. Do something new. Oh, let's get out this country. This country is not fair to us. Let's go back to Africa. First of all, we never were there. So how could we go back? Sounds just like <laughs> what the people, Thomas Jefferson and his movement to send you back to Africa, back to Liberia. 213-943-3358. Seeing that, do something else. We're going to be loyal and vote, vote party line. Some Dixie, some Repub, some independent, some nonpartisan. Divided and already conquered. Divided and already conquered. Because we're going to stay loyal. We're just going to vote these different party lines. But we in the democracy. Whoa, on the horse. Seeing that, do something else. Run for office in a system not built for my kind to see election to the highest offices in the land. Oh, and I compromise when I get to Washington. Seeing that, do something else. Oh yeah, coalitions with minorities, mostly immigrants who are melanated but never really understand or talk advantage for you in their politics. Seeing that, do something else. Do something else. Like, I mean, I mean, you're, you're pumped up, and and so you'll get on this hamster wheel, and the hamster wheel is already programmed for you to jump from one thing to the next. Jump to this, jump to that. Oh, that, that revolutionary stuff didn't work. Oh, I'm going to go over here. And if this doesn't work, I'm going to go work and go get with people who kind of look like me or they look like me, but they come from a different continent, but they might have different 
depraved action haven't been done to them, which means they come here and maybe anything goes and you're trying to be still upright and just trying to get where you're going. Do something else. Oh, us stand together forsaking all parties and other groups, outside groups, affiliations, affiliate to uplift in our own country. Oh, haven't seen that done before. So people, as people get to knowing and, and seeing this and people get through popping fresh and they go through these different hamster wheel, they think that they're actually doing something brand new, but they're not. They go through the hamster wheel and sooner or later you have to get up the hamster wheel out that mindset and come to your mindset State. What is education? It is an organized space where knowledge is provided so that the people can release what's naturally in them, the natural gifts, the natural ability to comprehend, the natural ability to create, to make a mind state, not a mindset that says, go to work, and this is what you're trained to do, and you're this, this, and be on this hamster wheel, and and talk about it, but never be about it. Okay, people. So, now that we got through that and you understand more, have an understanding, middle standing, and overstanding what we're talking about, it is now time to break down the various types of races. We've been through the definitions of what racism, bigotry, prejudice is. We went through the memes. We went through all those definitions. Now we're going to go in and break down different types of races. And remember, racists. And remember the premise that racists are just like Christians. In other words, they have disagreements and they break off and they make their version of what it is. And it keeps going because it's. I guess you could say human nature. So we're going to smash the share button because this is very important because everybody said, oh, Biden was on our side. Biden was on our side because he said Proud Boys. He doesn't like the Proud Boys for some reason because they go against the type of racism that he is on and his group of people are on because the Proud Boys and the Boogaloo boys and the others want our accelerationists and they want to drop the state. Biden is not one of those type of races that want to drop the state. They just want to have the black people and other people in their place. So we have to know the different types of races so that we will know what we're dealing with and quit thinking that they are on your side. Okay, here we go, people. Let's start with this. Let me bring it a little bigger to start out with. Then I'll make it smaller for myself. All right, people, here we go. The different types of white supremacists. Segregationists, a person who supports the policy of enforced segregation or, or of different racial groups. Segregationist, a person who supports the policy of enforced 
separation of different racial groups. What did Biden say about urban jungles and not wanting to send his kids to the urban jungle? I mean, it's on the internet. It's on YouTube. Yep. You can read it. Yep. Biden is a segregationist, white supremacist at heart. So when he's looking at an accelerationist, he's not going that far. But the next definition, the accelerationist is pissed because it's not moving fast enough and the people have traded off. They have heard the politicians get up there and say, segregation now, segregation then, segregation now, segregation in the future. But they have all kowtowed for money and the accelerationist, much like the anarchist, wants to see the fall of the state because they see it as, as hypocrisy and the Boogaloo Boys and the Proud Boys are accelerationists and Biden is totally against that because he is a man that is a white supremacist, segregationist to keep the state intact. Just put the blacks and whoever else in the place. Now, what's funny about segregationists before we go forward, for those who don't know, a segregationist will work alongside you. Your kids as children will be playmates for a segregationist. But once they get to a certain age where it's puberty, where it could be something where some babies could come, they're going to stop playing with them and they're going to want your young sons and daughters and their young daughters and the sons away from your young daughters and sons. That is a segregationist. They will work alongside you, but most likely they will be making most of the paper and you will not be equal. That is a segregationist, an accelerationist, a far right wing white nationalist who believes in an acceleration of racial conflicts flipped which will result in a white ethno state. So you see, Biden, there's no skin off his back because un, unbeknownst to most American blacks or blacks in the diaspora, whites battle with each other. That's why there's war, there were wars because I like my racism over here in America, but your fascist racism over there. You came over and learned from us, Germany, to take over there and to affect the Jewish people. But you went a little bit too far and you went to fascist and you wanted to take over everything. And we don't like that. We like you having your racism in your continent. We have our racism in our continent. Do not try to come over and implement your racism. Wake up and see it. Wake up and see it. So they always are in competition and battling with other, other and jostling for position. So what black people do is no different than what white people do, except for white people are in charge. Caucasians are in charge. 
And thus and so, because they are in charge, it is not as detrimental as people who have been put underfoot. That's why we say unite. And so they stay united enough on the point that they don't want you up. White nationalists. Let me bring this down so that you can see the definition of white nationalists. Okay. White nationalist, a person who espouses the belief that white people are a race and seek to develop to maintain a white racial and national identity. Okay? So this is what it is. And then a subtopic of that is white ethno state and let me see if i can read this through the lines okay there we go white ethno state is a proposed type of state in which residence or citizenship would be limited to white people and exclude non-white such as black people non-white hispanics jewish people Muslims, etc. How many of you knew that there is such a thing as a white Hispanic? How many of you knew that while we're talking about building coalition and when you're looking at certain Hispanics, right? When you're looking at certain Hispanics and you think that they are connected with you because they have that black blood, but most a lot of them think that they come from Spain and they represent Spain they don't represent the part that gives them rhythm how many of you knew that there were white Hispanics and that Hispanics a lot of Hispanics mark white and not Hispanic yes they do so you have to know what's going on and so non- black Hispanics, they were going to take the white Hispanics. Do you see Do you see what's going on? You need to be aware. 213-943-3358. Smash the share button. Smash the like button. We are bringing information to you today through definition. What do you have to say? Um, I learned of that difference between white and black Hispanics when I was in school in Boston. And um, I was speaking with this young lady and I think she, I forgot exactly what region she was from, but she was clearly a white Hispanic. Um, her values, uh, what makes them differ is the values and how they express those values. They have um, they have a slight thing going on in their countries, uh, not just I mean Hispanics. I guess uh, you know uh, Puerto Ricans are included in that. That's what it was. She was from Puerto Rico. She was white Puerto Rican, and she uh, you know their values. They come here having adapted uh, the social values of white people. Because they've seen, they study before they come over here and they've seen, they've had pretty much paralleled these values in their country. And then when they come over here, they automatically align themselves with the white people of this country and, and, and keep with the values that are consistent with giving them a leg up and putting them in what they believe is the preferential uh, position. 
So I learned that then and then with your black Hispanics or black Puerto Ricans, they will be more consistent. And I, I'm being careful here with saying values because having a different expression of things does not necessarily speak to one's value system. But it just so happens that the ones that are considered black Hispanics or black Puerto Ricans, they're a little bit more soulful. They're a little bit more into their rhythm. They're a little bit more into, you know, the freedoms and, and where we as black people, you'll see us rolling down the street with a lot of bass in our cars. With them, it's a lot of treble. It's a lot of trouble when they they, they they set up their sound systems in their cars. They have a lot of high end. So and there's a lot of horn playing in the music. So they'll be coming down the street and the tuba's playing. And I mean it's blasting. It's loud. Just like you'll hear us in our like if you if you guys know me in, in any vehicle I have, I try to have a system where I got some bass. This booming in there, so you can hear me coming down the street, right? You can hear it coming down the street. Well, with them, it's the same thing, except it's a lot of trouble. And your low end tuba, which is supposed to be bassy, it's just sounding. It's funny. It's the funniest thing. It's the funniest thing, and it's just us inverted, right? But that's what distinct, you know, the the values and the way we express our our liking for music and stuff is different than those that classify themselves as white Hispanic. All right, people. So you see, so, all right. So now we're getting ready to keep on going on with definitions. Smash that share button. Make sure you, you tag people to this, that you link people to this. People have to know this so that they can stop thinking that people are on your side. There is a category for every Caucasian and non-Caucasian that is considered non-black, right? So we've talked about segregationists. That is Biden. Accelerationists, the Proud Boys, the Boogaloo Boys. Nationalists, white nationalists, we talked about that. Now we're gonna talk about another type of white supremacist, and that is the white separatist. Now you see how these kind of knock into each other because someone didn't like what the other person was doing. They broke away. It's, that's why I said it's like, I should change it up and not say it's like Christian. It's like churches, it's like temples, it's like mosques, it's like synagogues. People change and move. So white separatists. A person who seeks the separation of white people from people of other races and ethnicities, excuse me, and their tongue always goes back to Geechee, I keep on telling you. The establishment of a white ethno state. See, they're kind of like the other group, right? They want a white ethno state by removing non-whites from existing communities. They want to remove now, how much of this white separatist is going into the regentrification? It just seems to be a natural process from the 
60, 30 year plan and you're out and you're homeless and you have no place to go and they don't care because they want you to go. How much of that is white separatism? I'm gonna coin that, right? So, the establishment of a white ethno state by removing non-whites from existing communities or by forming new communities elsewhere. Okay, now, here's the one that people thought, hey, we're really getting somewhere. The coup, the coup, it's cool, not clue. It's cool, Klux Klan. Only two L's in the name, no L in the front. Cool. Klux Klan is an American white supremacist hate group whose primary targets are African Americans as well as Jews, immigrants, uh, leftists, homosexuals, and until recently, Catholics. So this is a hate group that goes out and does burns crosses and did the night rides and they did the lynching, right? They're not exactly in vogue right now with the others because they just want to move people out and they might call them in for intimidation to move people out, but then they're gonna say, we're not gonna want you because we don't want you burning crosses and having all this ceremony because we just want a white ethno state and we don't wanna remember what we had to do to get this white ethno state. So you're out, cool Klux Klan, KKK. Smash the share button. Smash the share button. Smash the share button. What is what is Trump falling on this? What is Trump falling on this, right? What is he falling? Neo-Nazis, a person who seeks to revive and implement the ideology of Nazism to promote hatred and attack minorities, or in some cases, to create a fascist state. Now remember, Biden is a segregationist. He believes in the state. He believes in the state the way that it is. Here's the neo-Nazis who want they are what you would call accelerationists too because they want to drop the state and they would use the accelerationists to drop the state so they could make this fascist state but a fascist state is not an ethno state so there is a division right there 2139433358 we are dropping are we over your heads today are we over your heads today did you not realize that there were different types of races. I've been I've been at this for 30 years. Knowing what I'm coming in contact with when I am out there on the battlefield because it is a battle every day to get home safe, sound and still breathing in this society today for the American black man and the American black woman. Not to mention that you have other ethnic groups, other 
not we're not a minority by but other groups that are immigrant that want to take on the role of those who have traditionally oppressed us to know what you are dealing with go back and after this is over freeze frame and take down this information and know and be able to go out and realize what you're looking at realize what you're looking at all right so now we come to another group that's probably our more pariah in the out of all the groups probably they're more pariah and that would be a subset of a set called the white power skinhead a member of a neo-nazi white supremacist and and okay that's a anti-semitic offshoot of the skinhead subculture Many are affiliated with white nationalist organizations and some are members of prison gangs. So you see, these, this group of white power skinheads breaks off and goes off into the different organizations to push their neo-Nazi, right? Neo-Nazi viewpoint within the organizations. They are like the agent provocateurs that are going to make somebody do something they might not want to do. They might be a group that just says, we want an ethno state, but they're not going to get violent, but they're going to somehow make them violent and make them anti-Semitic at the same time. Right? So you have to know what this is. And the last group as I bring this over, I'm gonna move this over so you can read the definition real quick. No, I'm not gonna read it that way. Okay, let's bring it, let's bring it up here, move it over so that the people can see the definition. Then we have, ladies and gentlemen, the alt-right. Now this is a group, an organization that has cleaned up their act. They, they're not, Klansmen and they're not out there skinheading it. They have that swoopy hair and they look like they try to look like Adolf Hitler, but they try to look smooth and hip and metrosexual and all that. And they try to look the part of an everyday average racist Caucasian. Is there anything else? But anyway, okay, let's go through it. Alt right, alternative right is a horizontal, loosely connected, far right. Now we've heard that word horizontal before, right? Where we heard it? We've heard it with the anarchists and BLM, right? Horizontal, mm -hmm. loosely connected, far right, white nationalist movement based in the United States. Originally, largely an online a phenomenon the alt-right has since established a presence in various other countries right so those are just some because then they, they break off into subsets 
I'm telling you, it's like churches. And they break off into subsects, and somebody didn't like what it does, and they, they're not moving fast enough for them, and so they do this. So when you heard Biden say the Proud Boys, he doesn't like the Proud Boys because the Proud Boys are accelerationists. And just like the anarchists, why he's on the anarchist? You want to know why he's on the anarchist side? Because the anarchists are Marxists. And when you do history, we told you before, but I will repeat this, that Marxism is not good. Communism is not good because it is based on people who are Caucasians or police stations. And they are not for American black people or the black diaspora. And we have learned that throughout history. And we will probably do a show on created groups that, who were American black who took on those fundamental beliefs and were found to be left hanging like the blacks out there will be left hanging once these people go back to their conclaves and their rich homes and wealthy people and say it was just something to do for a couple of summers or something. But now that was my summer vacation for a couple of years. But now I'm getting ready to go out to Aspen or the Hamptons or uh, the Poconos or Palm Springs, Palm Beach. And I'm just going to kick it or Acapulco or and leave you guys to be arrested, sentenced and murdered in the streets because it is racist. So why, why Biden supports the anarchists is because they feel that they can just shut them off. But the anarchists are on something else. They are about the collapse of the state. And the only way that the Democrats, that the Dixiecrats are gonna be able to shut Antifa and the anarchists down is they're gonna to have to put in the force the force of the state that they are criticizing Donald Trump about total hypocrisy, two racist, two racists, why we're not voting for either one. You figure out where Donald Trump stays. Has Donald Trump made a hybrid where he works for people because he wants to be known as a good president? but he's still racist, right? Has he made a hybrid? That's for you to determine. But Biden has already shown that he is a segregationist. And the only way they're gonna be able to put this down, like evil destruction, is they're gonna have to shoot it through the eye. That's the only way they're gonna put this down, which means they're gonna have to use the force of the state, which will be total hypocrisy, which will continue to fuel the civil war because the end accelerationists are not going to stop and the anarchists are not going to stop which means the force is not going to stop and if american blacks are as intelligent as i know we are we would just be sitting on the sidelines like i told guy evan and evans and i told him i said we're just going to be sitting, waiting until the carnage is over. Get off those streets and let those whites battle that out. It's a civil war. It's, a, it's, not, it's not a new civil war. It's the final battles of the civil war for the soul 
of white folks. That's what it is. And so we gave you definition. So, you know, choose our side, the American black side for once. Quit going over here to the de Democrat, to be a Democrat coon. Quit being over here to be a Republic coon, an independent coon, a nonpartisan coon. Just be an American black man and American black woman. American black woman, American black man. And get out here and stand for us. If you're not talking about us, we've shown you what they're going to do for the immigrant. Just listen to episode 25. We broke it down for you. We broke it down for you. We broke it down for you. You know, what really bothers me is that it seems, um, if it were, it seems that uh, black people don't um, seem to recognize that you don't have to. It's almost like they think that this is not a choice. Like you have to choose one of these parties to go with. You have to you have to choose because you have to vote. And I don't know why people are so hell bent on that especially when it doesn't contribute to you. I'm not, I'm just having a hard time fathoming. I'm having a hard time comprehending. I do fancy myself to be reasonably intelligent, above average actually. And I'm still not able to ascertain how um the thought process the thought process is 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 perplexing. I mean, I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure out why it has to be Democrat or Republican. I'm trying to figure out why there has to be a vote. And you brought out yesterday that a non-vote is still a vote. It is, uh, uh, the word that you used was, um, what was that word you used? Abstain. Abstain. Right. So that's still a vote. And so this is where we're at, people. And then when you have, he gave you all these definitions. There has been nothing but confusion. When you look at all these definitions and the overlaps and the intertwinings and uh, this one believes this, this one doesn't. So we form another group like your churches. But anyway, so when you look at all the intertwining and inter overlapping and things like that, it is nothing but confusion, which the scripture says that God is not the author of. God is not the author of confusion, but of peace. So that means that the originate, the author means the foundation where it originated. So if God is not the author of it, then it must be, uh, if you believe in Satan, then it's Satan that's the author of it and it's being implemented by man. Who, which I just keep it with us because we've been given the dominion over the earth, right? So here we go. We got then they've got these groups who don't want to identify as nothing. They just floating. They floaters. Oh, we're floating down. We're in the nationalists. We're in the supremacists. We're in BLM. We are, you know, we're horizontal and we're loose. Well, horizontal looseness is a position of of, of being in bed, right? So you are a cause whore. That is my term. You are a whore of different causes and whatever is going to make you feel good and give you that climax at the time is what you're going to go with. 
whatever seems like it's gonna make you feel the best is what you're gonna go with. What the heck is that? What is that? What is it? So we've presented this to you, and we presented that on both sides have this type of 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 of, of undergirding that they have these different causes, and none of it, none of it has to do with us. None of it uh, uh, gives a plan that has to do well. You know, President Trump did give uh, a platinum plan. He gave a platinum plan. Right now, it's just a plan, right? And, and kudos to him. Kudos to him. It's very, we, I could tell that some thought went into it and some consideration went into it. But we gonna still need that money, though. We still need our reparations. We still need that, all right? We need that, uh, the freedom to pursue our own avenues to get things done. And money answers all things, says the scripture. All right. So we're going to need that money, though. But choosing either side to vote for is not going to get you reparations. And since nobody's mentioning it, we have to cry loud and spare not. We have to stand on the rooftops of every uh, 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 marketplace, market square where there is stuff happening and say, hey, you who remember us? Remember the backs? you beat and then stepped on to build this country. You remember us? Because we're not gonna let you forget and not only are we not gonna let you forget, we're not gonna let you bring immigrants in here in our face and then give them everything that belongs to us. So that's not going to happen, not this time around. Now I know see some of y'all you know, it's like, well, you know, you're sounding like you, you know, you're preaching every time somebody gets passionate about something. So you want people to come in like Father Flanagan and you want people to come in and speak real nice and genteel and say, well, you know, um, guys, if you could just take the time to listen to us, because we do have forward thinking and we're not presenting a threat to anyone we just want you to hear us and we want you to understand where we're coming from we want to work with you guys we want to make a cohesive unit and make a cohesive effort to make this bring this together that has not worked we've been doing that since the 60s since before I was born, I was born in 66. We just got the right to, right to vote in 65. But you want to keep on, I don't, I don't understand. We got, we got some mental illness going on here. And it's, it's, it's perplexing because the mental illness is with some of the most intelligent people. Y'all intelligent. Y'all can solve math equations. You can write papers. You can write speeches. You can start businesses. But you can't think straight when it comes to this. It must be in the air. It must be something in the air. It must be something that we're breathing that's making us mentally inept. It must be in the food. It must be in what we're drinking. It must be something is wrong. 
Because behind our backs, you're going to be saying all kinds of different things. But we're not calling to address the issue. Now, this is a, a, a forward-thinking broadcast. We're open to other people's opinions. We do not slam your opinions. However, we have to give you facts. And if you have gotten a 20, now 26 episodes, 52 hours of information, that is more than a college course in a semester. 52 hours of information. Not to mention the hours that went in to prepare the information, to present to you who are too lazy and slack and lackadaisical to go and look up the information for yourself. We gave it to you. And you're going to sit here and act like, well, you know, you know, um, we just got to get Trump out of there. Stop on stupid. Stop. We just got to get him out of there. You cannot even come to you face to face. You can't even give me a sound, reasonable reason why you don't like him other than what the media told you. Because you've done no research. So here we come in compassion and concern. For our people giving you the information, maybe if they can watch these videos, maybe if they can they can take screenshots of the definitions and go back over them, maybe if we can get them to do that, it will wake them up. But I think, you know, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. But just like anything else, where truth reigns, there's always an opposition to truth because some people minds are too lazy because you don't want to go verify. Yes, you're supposed to fact check what we tell you. Yes, you are, but you don't want to do that. You just want something that can be believable to your spirit, which is off kilter. You want something that is believable to you and keep you in your comfort zone. Well, you know what? You stay right there. I have a prejudice too. And my prejudice is against Jellyback. My prejudice is against people who won't stand for something. You'll fall for anything and not just anything, everything. So stay away from me. That's my prejudice. <laughs> I can't hear you. Clicked it. Listen, people. All right, here we go. Listen. Been seen that do something else. We've given the building blocks from episode one all the way up to now episode 26. We've given the building blocks, given the information. All you have to do is go back through, jam-packed with information every single episode from episode one 
because we as a people have to be seen, heard, recognized, and appreciated for what we've done, what we continue to do, and the most exact way that they can show us, the most appreciative way they can show us that they see is to begin to prepare our repair by getting ready to prepare those monthly checks for reparations for life for what we've done we've laid out everything in this episode we laid out we told we told you about the immigrants that are classified as white we've broken down the definitions and why you can't think just because a Caucasian says something against another Caucasian about a racist group that they aren't racist. You have to figure out what type of racist they are because they're in competition with each other within keeping their foot on our neck. And so... I was disturbed. I was disturbed with the memes that I saw. All the fear. Well, you should be more afraid because you thought it was just Trump and you thought that Biden was not a racist. Well, sorry. Now you've seen different types. We've given you different, different, de different definitions of what different types of races within white supremacy who they are and what they believe. Now, you know what? Now it's it's really up to you now to figure it out and uh, go run, tell that, and go run with it so that we can succeed and be not about this party or that party, but about our party. What are you about to say? You know, and then with Biden, it's a covert racism. And then, you know, co covert is when you're undercover, you're undercover with it, right? And to, well, to those of you who don't do any research, you know, it appears to be undercover, right? So, and, and his biggest cover now is that he has this person that y'all think is, is, is black, all the way black, right? American black. Let's, let's qualify American black. Because American blacks have a different experience than blacks in other places. Though some things may be similar, our experience has been really unique. Very unique. All right? To the point where no more. Right? So you got this person and she's coming in and, 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 and I'm, I'm telling you, that's what's giving him some of his boldness too. Because he thinks that that's giving him some leverage. It ain't got no leverage with me. I'm looking at her. What is her experience? Did y'all know? Have y'all been following her interviews on some of the uh, more urbanized shows like The Breakfast Club and stuff like that? Have you been following her interviews where she brings up artists that she said she listened to while she was in college? That was off. Uh, uh, the years were off. So now there's a liar there. I'm done for now because I can't. I'm I'm done. <laughs>
Okay, people. If you don't really have an idea of where to start, remember, hashtag TFR Podcast Live, the film review, movies, music, culture, politics, society podcast, where we talk about movies and music and how the culture and politics were reflected in those and how it reflected on the society, the society then and now. That is our flagship show every Sunday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. You can hear the replays on iHeartRadio. And of course, we have this show, Monday through Friday, hashtag TFR Podcast Live OB, Monday through Friday, 9.30 a.m. Pacific, 12.30 p.m. Eastern, we begin, right? And you can hear the replays on Spotify, just go to the search and type in hashtag TFR Podcast Live OB, and they come up and you can watch them, you can listen to them, but to watch them, you can go to the Film Review Life channel on YouTube, the Film Review Life channel, just go hashtag TFR Podcast Live or hashtag TFR Podcast Live OB or just go to Google and type in hashtag TFR Podcast Live or hashtag TFR Podcast Live OB and it just comes up in a cascade at least 10, 20 entries or more more now the more we do shows the more it is okay anyway what can we say the flagship, we talked about society, culture, and politics within music and film. And so we always stay true to that on either platform. And so if you are naive, naive, I won't say naive, and not knowledgeable about what we're talking about, what we're speaking of, there are three programs on that you can go watch. You can watch The Watchmen, Fargo Season 4, and Lovecraft Country. These are fictional shows, but they are based on true events within history. The Lovecraft Country has some sci-fi in it. Uh, Fargo is based on Fargo, and it actually happened. Only the names have been changed. And Watchmen deals with Tulsa, Oklahoma and the destruction of Black Wall Street and now coming into modern time and how that plays out today beautifully put together each one of them have historical points in it which helps you understand have a middle standing, an overstanding of what we are saying if you need to see it visually what they are talking about is accurate historically, but the content is a fictional depiction. So if you have trouble having a comprehension of what we're saying, you can see it in form. We represent and say that these shows are to watch and give you context. And as you begin to research, you'll say, oh, yes, this is true. So we've given you from episode one through 26 
episodes 104 through 110 and 121 up to episodes 133 of TFR Podcast Live. All of these episodes laid down from coronavirus to society to politics to culture to music to definition. And that's it. That's what we could do. So this has been another robust show. Each show is different. No repeat. We keep moving forward. You have been watching and we are appreciative of all our people on Periscope, Vimeo, uh, YouTube, and FB who are watching and those who go to the replays on Spotify and the replays of hashtag TFR Podcast Live on iHeartRadio. We are appreciative of you and your uh, viewership and listenership. And we will see you tomorrow on another great episode of hashtag TFR Podcast Live. We'll see you tomorrow. We're out. There's something about German movie, why I made the curator's pick of the Hollywood French. Community, unity, unity, heart, 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 heart